And from 1 Corinthians chapter 3. And so, brothers and sisters, I could not speak to you as spiritual people, but rather as people of the flesh, as infants in Christ. I fed you with milk, not solid food, for you were not ready for solid food. Even now you are still not ready, for you are still of the flesh. For as long as there is jealousy and quarreling among you, are you not of the flesh and behaving according to human inclinations? For when one says, I belong to Paul, and another, I belong to Apollos, are you not merely human? What then is Apollos? What is Paul? Servants through whom you came to believe as the Lord assigned to each. I planted Apollos watered, but God gave the growth. So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but only God who gives the growth. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please pray with me. Dear God, may the words of my mouth and the listening ears of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight. O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. When we lived in the Tampa area in the early 2000s and worked at the Presbyterian camp, part of my job was to connect with churches. I would often preach in a variety of churches, and along the way I learned some things about what it's like to be in ministry in Florida. You see, in Florida, almost everybody comes from somewhere else. And so almost everything that happens in worship, in mission, in fellowship events, almost everything that happens is an opportunity for someone to feel that angst of, well, we've never done it this way before. Because as individuals, they never have done it that way before. Often people don't even realize they are projecting their old church's norm onto the new church. They're uncomfortable, and that's what comes forward in their mind. And so conflict, it's pretty much a constant, as new people with prior churches are coming in all the time. What I observed was that a pastor in Florida had to be really good at helping people deal with the reality of change at a time when underneath the surface they wished that everything would just go back the way it used to be. In today's world, we don't have to go anywhere to experience change. Things are moving so fast, we know we can't do things the way they've always been done. You know the quote, the only constant is change. The conflict that is underneath the scripture reading for today is a conflict caused by change. It is the conflict of a new church that Paul had formed in Corinth and the newer version that developed when Apollos came in to lead. Corinth was a pretty intense place. This community received some of Paul's most beautiful poetic words as he tried to meet them where they were in a way that would open their minds to a faith that didn't get stuck, but was constantly looking to be open to the Spirit of God. But in this scripture, you might have noticed that Paul's poetic words are a little more insulting. They're pointing out that the conflict 
that is at the heart of this community is beneath them. What's happening in this conflict of change in leadership is that Paul brought the gospel to them and then kept going on his missionary journey. Apollos came in and continued the gospel teaching. The difference was that Apollos came from Alexandria, and the Christians coming out of that area believed strongly in wisdom. They talked a lot about wisdom and how it pointed toward Christ, and so the people were in conflict, choosing the way in which they best understood this whole Christian journey, arguing over whether they were Paul followers or Apollos followers. Now, that would have been a normal conflict at the time. It was normal for people to pick their teachers and closely identify with them. But Paul is telling them the way they are dealing with this is similar to the way that a baby deals with life. Not yet ready for solid food. What Paul says here in these verses is revolutionary teaching. He says it doesn't matter who you learned under. I planted, Apollos watered, we don't matter. Don't identify with us, especially not at the expense of being one community. Instead, identify with the one who gives the growth. In God, that is where our identity lies, in Christ Jesus. That is the body that holds us together. This passage feels to me like an invitation to make a commitment to go deeper wherever we notice change, and look for what God is doing in it. Or in the words of the first reading from Deuteronomy, we have a choice. And choosing to follow God is what choosing life looks like. The challenge of the journey is to try to see whether where we're going is where God is leading us. We know that in 2020, lots of people have no idea who Jesus is. We know that, right? Lots of other people have experiences that tell them that Jesus is someone who excludes, who judges harshly, rather than the Jesus that I hope we've met, the Jesus who loves us beyond measure, who opens the doors to new life and greets us and everybody with grace, Jesus who stands with the people in need, the refugee, the hungry, the oppressed, the Jesus who includes the ones other people don't think belong. And yet the more things change, the more they stay the same. There's still a human temptation within the Christian community at large to say, well, let's not look at where we can reach out as much as let's look at whether we're doing it right and somebody else is doing it wrong. Human arguments that are a little bit like milk rather than solid food. If we want to look where the Spirit of God is lighting up our path and making a new way, we need to go deeper. We need to make a commitment as individuals and as a community to pray without ceasing so that we can meet people where they are, planting and watering and changing whatever it is that God needs from us. There are lots of ways to be followers of God. 
There are lots of ways to live out a life of faith. Thank goodness. Because we're all pretty different. And we need each other to bridge those gaps. We need each other to look below the surface discomfort. To look for God. We need each other to be the body of Christ to one another as we trust in the foundation on which we stand. Wherever our journey has taken us in life, it is God who has been calling out to our spirits, inviting us into relationship. It is God who calls us into growth. It is God who invites us into a journey of planting and watering and finding our faith in Christ Jesus who showed us what the love of God looks like. Change isn't easy. Even if it's something we've learned to accept, it still isn't easy. Change calls us and drives us out of our comfort zones. But do not forget that change is also opportunity and possibility and an invitation to creativity, to hearing what it is Christ is calling us to be and do and how it is we can meet people where they are with the good news, the gospel that Christ's love is for us, all of us, any of us. When we are tempted to stay in the shallows, to look at whatever conflicts occur in our worlds on the surface, may we trust and ask God to lead us into the depths to lead us to the solid spiritual food so that we might be a blessing to all God's people we meet along the way. In Jesus' name, amen.